Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. G'day there, guys. Marky here, and welcome back to another episode about relationships and am I the asshole and all that fun stuff. With that said, I want you to sit back, relax, chuck a prawn of the Barbie, and let's get right into it. My boyfriend has fallen for my best friend. A little backstory. This year will be mine and my boyfriend's eight-year anniversary. We lived together, and we planned on getting engaged soon. Before we were dating, we were, and still are, in the same friend group, and so is my best friend. They've been friends for ages as well. They hang out sometimes as well, going to the cinema to watch specific movies that I'm not interested in, or just watching football together, but most of the time we'll hang out with our entire friend group at one of our homes, eating dinner together, or just having drinks. For a few months now, my boyfriend has been acting kind of strange, and after multiple times of me asking him if everything's alright, he finally sat me down to talk. He told me he had fallen for my best friend, and that he doesn't know what to do. He says he is still very much in love with me, and he's sure that it's just a crush that'll pass. He even considered not telling me, and just waiting it out, but he says that it's been four months now, and it's not over. When he told me this, it felt like my heart stopped and the ground got knocked down under my feet. I'm sure my best friend has no idea that this is going on, and he's assured me nothing has happened between them. I believe him, as she's engaged to her boyfriend of four years and seems perfectly happy, and I trust her with my life. I honestly don't know what to do, and neither does he. I don't know if I want to continue this relationship when he's got a crush on another girl, and not just any girl. The worst part is, I can see why it happened. They've got similar interests, specifically interests that I don't share. They both have a parent that passed away due to disease, and they both have really good talks about their situations. And generally, she's just a really nice and beautiful person. I don't blame her, but since he's told me, I can't help but feel jealous and bitter. He doesn't want to tell her about this, as to not mess up the friendship and the dynamic in the group but my boyfriend and her fiancé are really good friends as well. But I feel like I would need to tell her, especially if we end up breaking up over this. I just don't know what to do. Any advice is welcome. Should we continue this relationship? Do you think it's worth it to try to get over this? And should we tell her about his feelings? Please help. I think what I would do in this situation is talk with him more about it, try and dig up as many details as possible, and go from there. But my gut feeling on this situation is that he has hidden this from you for quite a long time. 
it doesn't really feel like it's something that you can get over. And it feels like no matter how you slice it, unless you're willing to completely cover this up and move on, it is just going to keep rearing its ugly head every now and again. To me, that's just the unfortunate reality of situations like this, and the only good way to deal with it is to break it off. And now in the comments, falling for someone and having a small crush are completely different. This situation is also different because he knows her very well. She's not some random pretty co-worker that he knows nothing of past the surface. If my boyfriend told me that he had fallen for my best friend, we would have a problem. He's been feeling like this for four months and didn't take the initiative to distance himself those months ago? Makes me wonder if they've spent time together alone within the past four months. Well, OP says that they have, and I don't fully believe that he hasn't tested the waters at least once. Did he minimize his time alone with her over the last month or so? If not, then he really did not try to wait it out. Sorry he dumped this on you. Yes, it'll happen again. You may even end up with a crush on a coworker in the future. That's why a relationship is a commitment. I mean, I've been in a similar situation, except I was the best friend crushing on the girl. I acted the same since I didn't want to lose the friendship, and while it was hard, I pulled it off after around six-ish months. I thought the best case would be to limit contact to speed it up. I can see this working out only if he is fully willing to decrease his visits and talks with her by a large margin, cutting contact completely almost even. Intent is everything. If he still loves you and wants to work things out with you, he'd be willing to set a boundary and not involve himself with her alone until some time in the future. I don't know. Me personally, I don't think I'd be able to trust him not developing feelings for anyone else considering he was able to with this friend. But if he's willing, it may be worth the chance so long as he sets that boundary firmly. Honestly, if it was me, as soon as the words left his mouth, it would be the end of the relationship. He could have taken the initiative by himself. He's either stupid or a major D-bag. I completely agree. If it were me, that would be the start to the end of my feelings for him, and realistically, the relationship wouldn't be able to mend itself at that point because my trust would be lost. And now, onto the update. Not surprisingly, we broke up. I decided that I couldn't handle the fact that he had developed such deep feelings for another woman, deep enough to tell me about them. He accepted my choice, but has decided to distance himself from the group and my best friend. He found a job on the other side of the country and moved away. Obviously, our breakup came as quite the shock to our friend group, but the only one who I've told the actual reason to is my best friend. She was super shocked and told me she never noticed anything off about their friendship or conversations, so that was quite a relief. She has told her fiancé as well, but the three of us have decided to keep it from our other friends, as we see no reason to. My best friend feels super guilty, even though I don't think that she is to blame, but we're both in a very confusing place right now. Obviously, I'm hurt that our relationship has ended this way, but I'm glad he at least had the decency to tell me like this, and nothing actually happened. I believe that if two people are meant to be together, they will be. But it seems that we weren't meant to be together right now. I hope this update finds people who were interested well, and I'm sorry that it's not a happy one. And now in the comments, I think you did the right thing. I'm sorry that your relationship ended, but it sounds like this is for the best. As much as it sucks that the relationship came to an end, everyone really did the right thing here. 
X informed his partner that he had feelings for someone else, as opposed to trying to act on them. Then he distanced himself instead of threatening the friend's relationship or causing drama in their social circle. OP was open with her friend, where many people would have been resentful, and friend and her fiancé were supportive of OP. Honestly, they all handled this with a lot of maturity. Yeah, it's a rare instance where everyone seems to have acted with maturity. It still hurts for those involved, but because it was handled this way, it may be possible to heal more positively. Maybe not a happy update, but you stood up for yourself and your feelings, and with enough time, you'll realize that you made the right decision. Best of luck to you. I bet with time, adventure, and perspective, you end up with your own happily ever after. Walking away from a good thing because it's not the right thing is very difficult to do. But you did it. You have demonstrated an amazing skill that people twice your age are afraid to do. I've got to give him props that he distanced himself from both girls and refused to engage the crush any further. I was totally expecting him to shoot his shot with the best friend. So happy to have been mistaken. You and me both. Maybe I've been hanging around these parts for too long, but I fully expected the second update to be, so I found them both in my house, just getting out of the shower, or something like that. Man, this is just depressing. Nobody did anything wrong. Like she said, it's understandable why he developed feelings for her friend, but I don't believe being monogamous means you're incapable of developing feelings for other people. The saddest part is, he arguably did the right thing by telling her, and by doing so, lost his girlfriend, his crush, his best friend, the rest of his friend group, pretty much everything. And also damaged her relationship with her best friend. I don't even know what the better play was supposed to be here. Him actively trying to spend less time with the friend when he first noticed this happening? That's what makes this such a sad post for me. Sometimes it's easier to just get mad at a cheating asshole or an abusive spouse. But there is no bad guy here. It's just a bad situation where everyone handled it the best they could, and sadly, there was no easy answer. It's possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. This is one of those situations. He was the bad guy for continuing to spend one-on-one -on -one time with her best friend after realizing he had feelings for her. Exactly. Start to notice a crush forming? That frisson of excitement, growing attraction? Step back if you're in a monogamous relationship that you wish to continue. Our next post is titled, Am I the asshole for telling my aunt to not tell my son a lie about who his father is? I, 25, have a six-year-old son named Jonas. When I was 18, I had an affair with my sister's husband, Nate, 43, and when I realized I was pregnant, I ran away from home. I felt terrible because my sister practically raised me, and I might have ruined her marriage because I didn't feel I could get an abortion. My aunt Jane, 55, took me in, and since then, I've been living at her home. My sister never really got why I ran away, and it's made a wedge between us. The only person who knows who Jonas's real dad is, is my aunt. My sister doesn't know, and I don't think that I can tell her. This entire month, all my son has been asking for for Christmas is to meet his dad. I haven't been able to tell him because I don't want to lie, so I haven't really been giving him proper answers. Yesterday, my aunt took Jonas with her on a shopping trip. During it, I guess he bothered her about who my dad is, and she told him a lie that he was a soldier who died, and that's why I don't talk about him. 
When my aunt told me this, I kind of flipped and told her that she didn't have the right to lie to my son about something like that. My aunt told me that I'm being an asshole telling her not to do that because it was hurting my son. We haven't talked for a few hours now, but I guess I thought that I would get your guys' opinion on if I was right or if I was an asshole. OP has offered the following explanation for why they think they might be the asshole. I had an argument with my aunt about her lying to my son about who his real father is. I told her that she couldn't tell him that lie, and she told me that I was being an asshole since not knowing who his dad is was hurting him. Now in the comments, you're the asshole. Your aunt gave you an easy out. If you're not going to tell the truth, don't be mad at her for feeling bad for your son. Can you imagine having to see everyone else with their dads and your mom simply won't tell you where yours is? Either confess or roll with it, but do it fast. The kid deserves an answer. I do just want to point out something because you and others have called this an easy out when, while correct about her needing to tell the truth, it might be about the worst additional lie that you could come up with. It might be a lie born out of the best of intentions, wanting to protect both OP while finally giving her son an explanation. But the lie itself is not just terrible, it is guaranteed to blow up. Imagine for a second, OP goes with the dead soldier story. She doesn't have a name, she doesn't have a unit, she doesn't have a tour of duty. What happens when the child asks for any of that? What happens when the child goes to school or to friends and mentions that his dad was a soldier who died? yet doesn't have any information. What happens if someone else the child tells, or who they tell, is involved with veterans organizations, or has Google, or points out that OP and the son aren't getting any sort of benefits? What happens if anyone asks family members for details and none of them can provide any, or worse, seems shocked at the tale to begin with, because they never knew this person existed? People hate when it looks like non-veterans are trying to use the status for clout. They despise it. And unlike saying the father was a drifter or a one-night stand, claiming that the father was a soldier means that there actually needs to be a paper trail. When there isn't one, it'll be called out, and the son, OP, and everyone else involved will be absolutely harmed even more for it. And every attempt to substantiate the lie, make up tours of duty, or stories will only make it infinitely worse. Stolen valor to cover up adultery? Everyone sucks here. This is not adultery. Not fully. She was 18. It looks like grooming by an elder man. Adultery on the sister's husband's side, of course. Yeah, the brother-in-law seems to be a creep. Maybe the sister should know who she married. Some of y'all can't read. Sister and brother-in-law took in OP when she was six years old. The moment she was legal, brother-in-law, who was presumably like a father to her, took advantage. They didn't have an affair. The man groomed her and then harmed her. This is the sickest crap I've read in a while. I feel so awful and sad that y'all are telling OP that she was supposed to somehow resist 12 years of grooming, and that she's at fault for sleeping with brother-in-law. OP, I am not going to pass judgment. It took me a long time to recover from CSA, and I didn't have to deal with it being in the family. Right now, it seems like you might not even be aware of how wronged you were by this person, so you have a long journey ahead. But I am begging you to get therapy, and to bring Jonas to therapy too. There are options if you can't afford it. 
The therapist can help you realize you are not at fault for what happened to you and how to explain to Jonas about his father. They can also help you work up to confronting sister and brother-in-law about this. Sister deserves to know who she is married to, though if she already knows what this man did and chooses to be married to him, she doesn't deserve to be in your lives and she is culpable too. Please also consider seeking legal counsel around your parental rights. If brother-in-law finds out Jonas is his child, this could be an issue for you down the road. Brother-in-law already knows Jonas is his. It was revealed in a comment of OP's. The fact that he lacks so much of a conscience that he is guilting OP into staying silent, which keeps her from getting her rightful child support and is causing their son so much turmoil. He is sick in the head. I feel bad for OP and for OP's sister. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And now, on to the update. I've been getting DMs on this account asking for an update since my first post got removed. I'm thankful to the mods on Am I the Asshole for doing that and giving me resources to calm myself down. The DMs I was getting were giving me very unhealthy thoughts. I asked the mods here before if I could post updates here, and they said that I can. So for everyone who asked, it's here if you're still curious. I wasn't planning on giving an update, but I got signed back onto this account, and I don't know, I thought writing about myself might help me feel better since I've been feeling down the last few days. I've been taking my son Jonas to a child psychologist in regard to how best to tell him about his father. I managed to get a referral from my doctor. I've been going to the sessions with him and explained the situation to the psychologist. It was very hard getting him to accept that my aunt's story about his father being a soldier was just a lie to make him feel better. We have been trying to figure out a strategy to tell him about why he can't see his father, but it's honestly been very hard hearing him talk to the psychologist about his issues not having a father. My aunt has been pushing for me to take therapy myself too, and I agreed at first, but I just don't feel like I can, so I haven't gone because I don't know what I am. And I know what I did, and talking to someone isn't going to change any of that. As for the rest, I've been taking a lot more shifts at the manufacturing plant where I work. I want to be able to send Jonas to the boarding school in our area where my parents wanted me to go. If I can get him in there, then he will be able to go to any university and will have a great future. It sucks because I feel exhausted and worked to the bone, and especially because I see Jonas less now, but it's what I have to do. 
My aunt said she's willing to pay, so I don't need to work, but she's already given me so much, but I'm not ungrateful or anything. It means a lot to me that she is willing. So I guess I'm doing better, and Jonas has also been doing better in regards to who his father is, and he is what is important to me. I wasn't really sure what I'd be writing about when I decided to write this, but I guess it's like a dear diary thing, except people can talk about what I wrote without knowing me. And now in the comments, I really think you should talk to a therapist for yourself. The best thing you can do for your son is give him a healthy and happy mother. Reading the language of your post, you shoulder a lot of responsibility, even for things that you shouldn't. You were living with your sister as a child, and as you became a legal adult. I think you're scared to talk to a therapist because you know deep down her husband groomed you and it was not as consensual as you want to think. We like to protect ourselves from uncomfortable truths by taking on more responsibility than was our due, so we feel like we are in control. Please, please work through this with your own therapist. I think it will truly help both you and your son in the long run. You were groomed by a trusted adult. This was not your fault. Your family needs to know that your sister's husband is a predator. I am so sorry. Honestly, it sounds like you have a warped view of what happened still, like you blame yourself. You were 18 and had an affair with your sister's husband. You said your sister practically raised you, so I assume you had extensive contact with her husband when you were growing up. He groomed you. Yes, you made choices, but he was much more in the wrong than you, and you shouldn't blame yourself for his predatory behaviours. In the original comment, Opie apparently stated she lost her parents and moved in with her sister when she was six. The husband knows that Opie was pregnant with his child and told her to stay away from his family, as otherwise she would just cause unhappiness and ruin everything. She was groomed and then ran out of town by the husband. I think we can all offer you a lot of advice, but I would strongly urge you to proceed with therapy. There is more to both therapy and your situation than you understand. You deserve to have someone listen and offer objective support on your situation. Even your aunt can't do that. From what you've written, your low opinion of yourself in relation to the affair seems to be affecting how you behave, and is possibly bleeding into your son's perception of you and by proxy himself. I think you could in time be surprised at how much therapy will change your opinion of yourself in a more positive way. From a motivational perspective, consider that going to therapy could be really good for you to be a stronger parent for your son and to help you learn how to address these issues in a way that is best for him too. And now on to the second update. So I did start seeing the psychologist, but I honestly hated going. It was the worst because I just started feeling really angry. My aunt made me switch psychologists, but this second one just kept saying the same stuff that the other one did, and I just kept on feeling really angry. Like I just wanted to yell and punch my reflection. My aunt made me switch psychologists again after I left a session crying, and I admitted all the angry thoughts that I was getting. I didn't feel comfortable going alone, so I made my aunt start going with me. I just felt so alone with the last one, and I needed her with me. I think it made a difference, even though she doesn't talk at all during the sessions, unless the psychologist or I bring her up. I don't know, I just feel safe with her around. 
This psychologist makes the same points as the last one, and the same points that so many of you made, and it still hurts because it feels like I had no free will in the decision that I would become such a failure. I've read my mum's diary, and I know she and my dad wanted me to go to the same boarding school that I want to send Jonas to, and they wanted so badly for me to go to university, and I can't accept that I never even had any real choice in failing their dreams. When I told the psychologist about my anger issues, she told my aunt to take me to the doctor since I was very clearly depressed, and we went, and I got diagnosed with clinical depression and was prescribed pills. I don't want to take them because I've heard stories about addiction, and I don't want to risk getting addicted because then what'll happen to my son? So, I've been having my aunt keep them locked up and away from me until it's time for me to have it, unless I'm at work and she gives them in my work bag. I've only just started taking them two months ago. I don't know if there has been any effect on me or not. I do feel a lot less angry, so I guess they have. With Jonas, I finally told him during his therapy session following his child psychologist plan that things with his dad weren't good, and he didn't want us, and that's why I had to move in with my aunt. I told him that I was scared that if we saw his dad, that he would take him away from me. Jonas was so angry first at me, and every session since then breaks my heart because he cries so much now about not meeting his dad. For my work situation, there is positive news, and that is why I'm posting. My supervisor, who was on maternity leave, announced she would not be returning to the position, so a month ago, I was given the interim role. My boss said that since I did so good, he was going to officially promote me. Since I became the new supervisor, I have been making all the money that I did working overtime and extra shifts on regular hours while it is also less physically demanding. Some users pointed out to me in the old update that working like I was doing was going to cause me permanent physical damage in the future, and for my son's sake, I can't let that happen. Since I got the promotion, I have been able to spend a lot more time with him, and I am most grateful about that. I hope that this satisfies everyone who has been giving me DMs, and that you can see that things are getting better for me for now. And now in the comments, if three different psychologists all say the same thing, that's probably the issue. I'm willing to bet they're all saying she got groomed by her sister's husband, and she psychologically can't accept that. It would explain why the aunt is so insistent of keeping dad out of the kid's life. I have talked to her in DMs long ago, and she said she understands that. I was a bit rude first, and then realized she has been groomed by sister's husband. I've told her that she has been groomed, and she should talk to her sister about it, partly for her to understand, and other part refuse to accept it that groomer asshole is still playing the nice guy part. That's what I hate. She was 18, and he was 40 when it happened. Why did I DM her? I don't comment in Am I the Asshole. I have my reasons, so I just commented my observation, and she didn't clarify many details at first, like, she lives with her sister, and she cheats with her sister's husband and gets pregnant with his child, and moves away, and she was marked as the asshole in Am I the Asshole because she didn't put information down, and she edited in the comments, and then the post, I just said, your sister deserved the truth, she is still living with a lie, you're the asshole. I wish they would explain to her that, in no way, are antidepressants addictive. She really should not avoid taking them for that reason. That's why they had to come up with discontinuation syndrome, as withdrawal makes people think addiction. To paraphrase Half-Baked, I've sucked dick for cocaine. You ever sucked dick for Prozac? 
No? Get the F out of here. They're not habit-forming, they are curative. Even then, stuff like Prozac only kicks in over weeks at a time. They are not even an efficient way to get high. I once double-dosed on Wellbutrin, about two hours of euphoria, and then just jitters and misery until the next day. Negative 11 out of 10 would not recommend. I suspect she's conflating anti-anxiety meds like Xanax with modern antidepressants. Quote, my aunt has been pushing for me to take therapy myself too, and I agreed at first, but I just don't feel like I can, so I haven't gone because I know what I am, and I know what I did, and talking to someone isn't going to change any of that. This part broke my heart for OP, and the fact she's gone through three different therapists because they're all telling her that she isn't the person she describes here is just oof. She 100% got groomed by Nate, who was smart enough not to touch her until she turned 18 and could be considered a consenting adult. Also, the way she keeps calling herself a failure in her update just hurts to read. I really hope she gets to the point where she stops beating herself up for being young, naive, and put in a bad position, and starts making positive progress on her own self-worth. She's got a supportive aunt, and she can always go back to university if she wants it for herself. Also, I hope she drops the whole boarding school thing, because it's just weird. But if sending the kid to school gives her the mental space to fix her own crap, then good. And that's where I'm going to end that one for today, guys. I do hope you enjoyed. That was a bit depressing, but I do hope there is a good outcome for this one. With that said, I hope you have a good day, night, sleep, whatever you're up to, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.